0: i Spaces And welcome to the Ether. Today Saturday, January fourteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Today on the Ether, the Camp Gaid AMA with El Prof, episode four: How to migrate your Web two business to Web three. Let's take a listen.
1: Yeah. Um, good evening, everybody. Uh, we're about uh, two minutes late, and I guess um, we need to wait for a couple of other people. We'll try a different um, strategy today because um, this this topic i think we moved it over from from since last year so it's it's because of the importance of this topic and the complexity Uh, that's why i felt we might need them a couple of sections to work on it however it doesn't have to be concurrent sessions because this is a really really complex topic um considering the the level of most of our community members so it's simply because a couple of them had complaints about uh, their lack of availability maybe because of some kind of physical businesses or even their own personal digital businesses that uh, is kind of distracting and this this really made me think because the largest and that's because of misunderstanding of what Web3 really is all about. Most people feel that Web3 is a thing on its own. It's isolated. And uh, if you have a, a business and you decide to go into Web3, it's like having two different things. And uh, that's, that's competing you know, for your attention. However, that's, that's not the case. It's like saying if you have a physical business then you decide to you know, go on the Internet, it, then it's a competition. It's not. The Internet is a tool that you can leverage on to grow your business, that you can leverage on to, to bring more visibility, publicity for your business. So it's not something that is supposedly uh, distracting. It's something that you should integrate. It's something that you should embrace. And I think that is still the fundamental misunderstanding for... web 3 when people think of web 3 they think more about blockchain technology instead of thinking more about internet technology because I think that's even a better approach when you hear the word web 3 think about the internet don't think about crypto or blockchain because you'd be right it's as ubiquitous and uh, expansive as the internet so but because of um you know some misunderstanding and some information that we already have or the conception that we may have before getting into web3 most people that heard about web3 most people that is currently exploring web3 they are doing that from the standpoint of blockchain they are coming in they heard about this whole thing from a blockchain slash crypto related um um, place an um, outlook or endeavor so it seemed to feel like a continuation of of that same exercise but um, to a large extent it isn't and we might be able to look at some interesting ways that we can leverage on uh, blockchain technology of course for some businesses it is going to be a business basis. you have to think about it you know it's not like there are written models or written strategies that is the that is the I wouldn't call it a disadvantage, just one of the features where you know that you are really, really early to a piece of technology. When there isn't much framework or reference points to guide your 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 decision-making process, you have to experiment, you have to figure things out yourself. That is the stage we are at now and that is why it can be, it may be complex for some people. If you had wanted to, let's say, build a marketing agency on Facebook or um, even build an education platform on YouTube. I'm sure that tons and tons and tons of resources and you know um, videos and stuff that you can you can go through. Right. But in the case of web3, we have not had the the benefit of um, a whole lot of insight and experience. So that is where we we that we are not just calling ourselves explorers. Right? We are we are actually exploring. You see, sometimes we should pay close, closer attention. Sorry, we should pay closer attention to the technologies that we use within this space because we don't just use them. It's often an indication or the expression of a particular kind of, um, you know, approach. Now. We, I was hoping, I was hoping, would try some, try something else this time, right? In previous meetings, it doesn't often feel like an AMA, right? It feels like some kind of preaching or uh, tutorial, right? I would, I would really like for us to be conversational. I've been sending um, invites to you guys around to speak. So please, try and step up. Just be here. Just be as a speaker. Even if you are not going to say anything, I want at least the 10 slots, speaker slots to be taken. Just take it all up. And let's have a natural conversation because tomorrow, right, tomorrow I'll be um setting up a newsletter, right? It's going to be a weekly publication. I don't want to overextend, but I will take my time to to truly go deeper. I want to focus more on the business, the brands, the monetization aspect of, of Web3. Let's really experiment. Let's really try things out. And I will be sharing all of these thoughts, all of these ideas, practical approaches, and actual actionable tips on specific things we can do You know, to see if it works, to try and make money online. It's going to be really, really experimental. And uh, this is something that I do in my spare time. And I just feel okay. I should carry. It's going to be a free newsletter, right? Uh, that I should carry as many people along. So if you are ready to actually work, I think from tomorrow I'm beginning on the um, one month challenge to see if you know from scratch without leveraging on any uh, existing connection or any existing specialized skill set. I want to see if it's possible to just from scratch raise one thousand dollars. Just start something that I have absolutely no idea about, and this is so so possible because this web three, they are just the limits are to the limits of your own imagination. And I just want to imagine and actually try things out. And I feel that this is going to be a wonderful exercise. I want to keep the newsletter really really contained and um, small, very practical, and uh, that's what that's what I'm going to be working on. If any of you have interesting exercises, of course, I want to bet some of you here are part of the pre foundation uh, of CAMGAYAD. So I, I'm sure we would have further conversations on, on, on this, this statement I just made um, there later. But for now, please, let's get more speakers. Step up. Um, ozola.it, I'm inviting you now to speak. Um, Pass Encounter, just accept it let's all let's all have a conversation today because i think the reason i gave this short um, announcement about my newsletter that i'm working on is because really every single one of you here you can literally be doing something i mean it's all fun to say you're exploring web3 you are learning about it but how are you exactly going to make money from it i think that is a very important question and that is where this whole concept of business is, brands come into play now for for brands brands are just holistic concepts that are that are you know entities that are not targeted at monetization at first when you are thinking about a brand you are thinking about a construct a concept right uh an ideology a set of um presentations that gives you a, a, a bounded idea about something, about a business, about a concept, it can be anything. So, but when you are talking about businesses, it's it's to a large extent um, transactional. When you're talking about businesses, there is the customers, there is the service, there is the service provider, all of those things are in place. But for brands, it may not necessarily be transactional. It could just be a, Kamgaya is a brand, there is no transaction going on there. Right, it's just a community where we learn, and it can be a brand. But when it's a business, it there is there is there is an offer, there is um, um, a recipient, and there is the provider. Right, so you can build a brand, and that is really what we are trying to do for some of our community members that are actually undergoing the necessary tasks Building a brand requires the the ultimate goal of building a brand is to have visibility for people to be able to identify you for people to be able to notice you for something right then whatever you choose to do with that attention that you get from from your audience that is up to you you may decide to now build a business out of your brand right but for the purpose of um the one month challenge right we want to really skip to the um the business aspects right it may not necessarily be a personal brand or company or something sustainable, but just a way to be able to convert value quickly into money. This is something that um, so this this um, this particular AMA today is probably going to be in tandem with the uh, with the newsletter that I will be launching. So this is probably going to feel more like an introduction, and subsequently over the next couple of weeks. We will now be trying out you know different things seeing how how they work out and i think this will give for so many of us even me give us deeper understanding on some of the applications of web3 and how we can leverage on web3 to actually make money all right so um for the the speakers is there (laughs) before before i really go on right because we've taken about 15 minutes you know out of our time today and we'll try and be fast and um, today all right <laughs> i want i want to surprise we will do some giveaway today as well so i want to surprise some some people <laughs> some people that will come late but by the time they come they will only be listening to recording because the most important thing really is to understand how to migrate because so many of us listening now you really do not have a web2 business you don't have a business so it may feel like okay Learning about how to migrate that business into Web3. I mean, you have to you have to have a business. You have to have a if it's something you are offering. You have to know something well enough. And I think that's the stage where so many of us are. So that is why this is um, a beginner conversation on this topic. All right, we want to see. Okay, what exactly? Even if it's not an established business for somebody, I think she has an exam anyway. That's why she's not here. Right? For somebody, the father's business, they have a physical business and they wanted to use her business. I was hoping she'd be a triple Weber, so that we'll use her business as a case study. She tells us a little bit about it and we can now brainstorm. So you think about it. In that case, when you are looking around, when you are walking around, this is something that happens to me. I would just be looking at the businesses and trying to think about how, if I was contracted by that kind of business, to bring um to leverage on both the internet or let's say this new decentralized web to to grow their business what exactly would i do what what exactly can i say what exactly can we do that would work for real so this is not a matter of you know offering empty promises and this has really put me on um some very interesting thought i did a couple of research and i saw some really really interesting things that people are doing especially Leveraging on other kinds of you know technology aside from um, decentralized products and, and the blockchain products, you know leveraging on other kinds of technology to now, because at the end of the day, right? Let me just clear this up. At the end of the day, not every business is suitable, or not every business can be you know migrated to Web three. That is the truth, because when when we are early as we are there are so many things almost everything is going to be very very weird almost everything is going to be okay it's going to be like oh wow like um a neighbor he's he's a pastor right or a prophet rather he has a church so and a church is a brand right they have something that they offer that people audiences need so I was, I was having a conversation because there's something we we're working on for that particular brand, that particular church. And I was not thinking about the ramifications. If we've never heard that a church, church release an NFT collection, I mean, <laughs> even I would be like, wow, okay, what would be the utility of that? Because it's going to be with so many things that might become commonplace, so many things that would become much more accepted in the future. It's going to receive a whole lot of um, resistance, or it's not going to feel all, all all smooth. The transitioning is not going to be sometimes it's just the novelty, the, the weirdness, so to say. And this is something that we have to be able to capitalize on. When something is so strange, people might engage with it, people would engage with it just for curiosity. You see, so we have a very, very what a very unique window where so many. Experimental things may potentially become much more mainstream, more commonplace. So your ability to actually look at the implication of things, attempt, think about you know strange things, odd things, how to apply them to businesses. So this is really going to be a a thinking exercise rather than a a training exercise. It's going to be a collaborative learning exercise because even I I am thinking. I've been thinking, right? So for when you want to migrate a business, let's pick any business, any random business. I would like somebody here to just pick something. It can be a physical business, it can be an online brand, maybe some kind of fashion brand, shopping brand, educational brand. It can be anything. So just let's pick a case study and let's let's review it together. Let's see what does it really mean for a business to be on web3? What does it mean? For a brand to be on web two, you know some. I have heard some some people saying when when they mean they go to their job, their physical job, they have actual jobs that they go to, and they'll say, "I went to my web two job." That that may not necessarily be true. So we want to really know what does these things mean. Web two job. What we've we've talked about. What a business is. What a brand is. What does it mean for your business to be on web three, right? And if we can, what businesses have successfully you know what mainstream or you know public business or popular businesses or brands have successfully you know either migrated partially to web three or have you know made an attempt to explore you know the centralized products and you know leverage on on the tenants or the core and, and features of web three and tried to integrate them into their you know business model and processes and what was the outcome of this, I think this is probably going to be the first conversation we're going to have on on the newsletter. Alright, so then another critical aspect i'm just trying to use this as a reminder for myself, maybe i'll just come and listen to this recording and i'll use it to start building out the content making research and it can be a. You know, follow on um, exercise for people that want to join me in the you know research um, process. We could hold a live Zoom meeting, and you see how I I think about all of these things, how I approach you know issues like this, ideas like this, how I come up with you know interesting concepts. Because the most important thing you need to understand is what web three is. What are the qualities of a business that is on web? Once you've understood it, you now start thinking of the elements. That makes a business Web3 compatible, right? Once you've gotten all of these things, then it's really a matter of application, and I think it will be a very, very fun um, journey in the next, you know, couple of days, right? So let's see how all of that goes. So I will, I will, um, I will expect a few persons to come up and maybe talk to us about any business, any business at all that they've been, they've had the pleasure of, you know, working with or working for right whether it's on it's a physical business whether it's um, a web 2 business then if you think you have any idea of what a web 3 business feels like or look like i I'm, I'm sure a bunch of you have been making research so if you are sure if you feel you have any idea you want to make make commentary on that then i'll give the the um all of you today to um the opportunity to just talk let's let's have that conversation let's let's see how it goes and please take notes we'll try and be fast today so maybe by eight fifty, or let's say at the most nine on the dot we should be done all right i i will leave the floor open now if anybody wants to speak up there's scribblings there is an um, os Azola. i think that's um olasuki right then os digitals any other person i've sent um uh the, the mic to almost every other person here. So you can accept a step up our speaker and you know tell us maybe we can use your business if whatever business or ideas or you know a, experience that you've had, if it's interesting enough, we might explore looking at how we might you know potentially migrate a business of that nature to web three. All right, the mic is the floor is open for a couple of minutes. Good evening
2: everyone. So personally, I have a, I have a web, I have a physical business. I don't want to say web two, or web three. I have a physical business where I sell perfumes, and in the future, I'm looking to sell scented candles because I'm a, I love fragrances a lot. So I'm wondering, how do, I, how, how can I migrate that into web three?
1: Okay, that's um that's a very very interesting interesting question. Before I make any commentary on that, if any other person wants to, you know, say something, or if you have any other question, so that we make it kind of like a package deal because of the time that we are trying to work with, um, let's let's get another speaker step up. If you want to speak and I have not sent the mic to you or invited you to speak, please you can you know raise your hands and we'll add you up. So is there any other question or is there anybody that wants to make any attempt based on the research that you know, I'm sure a bunch of you have been doing, Sir so Femnuel, I see you. Uh, OS Sensei, yeah, I believe you've making research yourself. So let's see, let's hear from you guys, please. Right, well, in the, in the, in the absence of any comment. So this
3: is um, a, a perfume business. Okay, good evening. Good evening, guys. And um, thanks okay. for bringing me up. So, um, to my, to my own understanding from the research I've gone through, all right. So my own idea of a Web3 business is a business that is interconnected together, that everybody, like every, every, or every member of that business or anyone that love that product that you're building, that that business is coming out with can access it from any part of the world. Okay, because of the limitation, Web3 is being because of the limitation that Web2 was facing earlier. That's why they come up with Web3. You can see now that a whole lot of things you can easily send money to someone, any place in the world, in as much as you are able to talk and you are able to have their um, Web3 identity or something like that. like scribbling, just see right now about having a web. She has a web two business and thinking about how to come up, use that into web three. Okay, let me just give a example of an idea and how she can do that. For example, now that you already know the kind of business you have, now you build. First of all, you build a brand around it. Now building a brand, you you specified the name, right? You specify the name of the brand and. The goal of that brand. Okay, you say you have a web 2 business that you sell perfume, you like fragrance a lot. Fine. So you can build a brand around that in the in the web 3 space, on a blockchain technology, on, on a web 3 technology, that anyone in the world can access it. So, but mind you, you have to grow in a way that, let for example, um, when um uh launches it, its perfume. You see that a whole lot to, a whole anywhere in the world even someone in Nigeria buy the perfume so that is that is making it very easy for accessibility but mind, he, used, um mm. web two channel to distribute it but uh you can also do that through web 3 right and uh, my own I me mean, i I'm thinking about coming up with the ideas but this idea cannot be placed if I don't, if I can't sponsor it in terms of Now we know that um, blockchain plus agriculture is not there. So I am myself, I came from a poor family. My father is a farmer before he dies, but I want to bring that out. I want to have, I want to bring a, um, have a community from the idea of blockchain. We all know that a block connected together. So how can we connect African? With agriculture together for us to build a product and be being able to distribute it in a fair and compatible ways to everyone and making it accessible for everyone because the product right now that if you hello is that can you hear me guys hello yes, yes yes please go ahead yes okay so there are some agricultural product that let's say if you are in the east it is hard for you to get. If you're in the West, it is hard for you to get. And the common problem that we are facing in Nigeria, uh, uh, the common problem that farmers are facing in Nigeria are numerous, unless for example, when the government wants to dish out fertilizers to the local farmers, you, you, if, if, if you are very intelligent or if you look down deep down, you see that it is mainly the businesswomen or the businessmen that collect that fertilizer and start selling it for the non farmers. So which is another very critical problem that agriculture is facing. Okay, I'm just having ideas. I have I write something like that because Ed Ed, Ed have told me like I've learned from him. If you have ideas, you can write it down, but you can still keep building on yourself until you you now have opportunities to bring that idea. So that is um my own idea of Web3, so I will not waste you guys time another person can see something nice thank you guys
1: okay well um, <laughs> thank you very much uh for for stepping up i i wouldn't know if um there, there are really any actionable points that we the the owner of the perfume business but if you go through the comment section now because while you were talking i i, I posted a couple of things there so this is part of the the content that I was aggregating, some of my research output. So I just posted a couple of things here so that you can you can see it and you would understand some some things about you know keeping definitions and all aside, what it really takes, what's what it really means when a business is on web three. I think that is probably where we should then start out from. So I think by the time we finish explaining some of all these points, I will go back to the original am um, poster of the question and we see what she has to think about it but first we need to understand that before you can talk about you know scaling or evolving a business you know to be relevant for web3 it has to be on web2 first being on web2 means being on the internet it should be a business yes whether it has high visibility or is properly branded is is another thing but the point is is that business is there if someone wants to get to know more about the business about your value proposition your service offerings the products that you have you know possibly uh, the price ranges and the thoughts because you see many of the businesses we have in nigeria the owners right they don't really put no offense they don't really put much thought into the story behind the business you know I don't know much details. Obviously, a lot of us held the question simultaneously. So I have absolutely no idea about her business or what she does, right? Exactly. But for, I use, I use um, perfumes. I use um, body spray and um, oiled perfumes. And so I, I know how to a large extent the average business within that particular industry you know, operates, right? So it's just really a matter of just going there, sampling them, getting the one you need. And you know, moving ahead, but even before talking about web three, there have really been some interesting business models on web two for businesses like that. That have seen right, subscription models, these are not things that people, you know, by default, you know, associate or navigate towards. Right, it would be like ah, if I buy a perfume today, it's until it finishes that I will have to buy another one. Right, have seen subscription models for razor blades, shaving, shaving stick, right? That made millions. Like, you'll be wondering, how would, who, 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 buys, who buys shaving stick to that tune of millions, right? But it was a, a very interesting subscription uh, model-based business where you just get the shaving sticks delivered to your doorstep, uh, you know, at a set time. These are all interesting things that if we do not have deeper understanding on you know models of businesses that are suitable for the internet or that have been applied on the internet it will be very very difficult to now start thinking about how to even migrate if all you have is a a couple of perfumes or and all of that and maybe you go house to house i don't know how how you do your own business or maybe you have a shop that people can come and buy you are automatically limiting the you you cannot scale something that is not scalable there are some approaches to business that you use and you, you limit your ability to scale that business. So until you have some really, really interesting story behind your business, imagine I've, because now I'm leaning on um, um, uh, a previous, uh, I wouldn't call it a gig, I did it for a while, a year, right? Dropshipping. I was uh, dropshipping um, clothes and um, custom clothes using um, Shopify and Oberlo that was uh, probably 2018 or thereabouts, right? So I, I realized a couple of things about how you can potentially, sometimes people buy clothes. At the end of the day, a branded clothes is just a branded clothes, right? It's just maybe a hoodie with whatever kind of caption or design that you want to put on it and all of that. So it's not significantly something. This is the reason why people pay expensive amount of money for some kind of brands right it is usually the story behind it so i noticed that there was this collection that i released on um on my shop then uh the the bossless collection right it was the story really behind it it's 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 not like i formulated the story it's like the idea of who the cloth is meant for so people tend to associate when they now get that particular piece at the end of they don't forget that it's just a cloth right? But when they get that clothes, they're getting it for a purpose. There are some interesting um, elements that we weave into the design of the clothes that communicate a certain standard, that communicates a certain private story that maybe only people that are privy to the information would appreciate that particular thing. So you see that a business that deals with sense, uh, no, it's not a visual business. So saying bringing, I think that will be the last thing to get in on the metaverse, right? Because there's really no way to experience scent digitally right now to the best of my knowledge, but I will have to check on that because you no, know, so many crazier things have happened, right? But if that was the case, me, I want to see a, a future where even when you are in the virtual space because that's really all right now brands build around visuals because what people have to see what people see so even when you are talking about right now there's fashion metaverse fashion right so this is already into web 3 but for that, your business you may be surprised you may sell something for technically again nothing like when you want to think about the idea of scent you may be thinking okay how can i sell scent on the internet when it's not like anybody can truly perceive it you see so you have to actually there are so many interesting things really in that domain there are really so many interesting things that you you can explore, but it depends, like I'm saying, it depends on the business model that you've already established for the business. Your the kind of visibility, the kind of content, the kind of branding that you've done on web two. this is something that will now determine how easy or how the approach that you may use do not scale it on web three. But one thing you need to understand about web three, you know, businesses that are on web three, it's really more about community. That's why I mentioned that whole issue of subscription, right? Community ownership. Who truly owns something? Do you do custom, um, custom sense, right? Is there custom sense that people can own that particular scent? So maybe it could simply be you missing, missing, um, um, sense. I don't know the, the, the terminology now to use it's your business. You are the expert there, but if I knew that maybe missing one meal of this particular product with two meals of this and one meal of this and this, and there is a way to guarantee that they assure me as the customer that that particular um scent will be produced only for me you see so there are so many there are so many things that if you have not started exploring some much more advanced models of business it might really be difficult for you to just say um evolve or 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 upgrade and a, a shop inside a caravan to web three. you need to have an audience. you need to have a community around it. You need to have some kind of um, shared revenue. That's something, right? If it's simply I have a product, you need the product, I give you the product, you give me money, and that's the end of that deal. that is not <laughs> that is not the ideology behind web three, right? You may do it, it may work, it may succeed, but that you call something Web3 does not automatically make it Web3. There have to be some things that you have to be willing to let go of some control. Let go of the decision-making process of that particular business has to be shared. You are no longer a CEO. The moment you are thinking, like, you can be a founder, right? But the moment you are thinking about it, like, my business, my product, my service, my income, my profit, then you have you have fully deviated away from What web3 is all about so you see understanding things like this would allow you to be able to look at the application that is why i mentioned that not every business is web3 compatible that's the truth you may need to make some really really massive changes to the models of how your business is is working especially or how you've presented your business online first before you now start thinking of integrating um you know some of all of these things Uh, to to now make it a little bit more decentralized, to now get your customers, you know, more into the equation to get them the opportunity. Now, don't think that making it an affiliate marketing model automatically makes it Web3. That's still another thing, right? Affiliate marketing means people sell your products and have a share of, you know, the the revenue, the profits, you know, uh, on a commission basis, right? that's that is still that is still web too okay but before i i go further right let me see if anybody has any comments to make because our time is now fast spent then i will now go on the content please i hope all of you have had the time to go through some of all of these comments that i posted um, um on this post i made on the comment section talking about the meta shifting projects projects that are offering tangible utilities now think of this in the context of any business in the context of this person business now talking about exclusive events digital drops digital means uh, it could be physical it could be it could um, be digital right it could be drops of digital products physically to your audiences now this is where having a way to really contact your customers. It's, that is why I said community is like the central point in Web3. If a random stranger will just come to your business, buy, take what they need, and leave, and you have no way of reaching back to them, you not, have no way of you know, telling them of new um, offers or combined offers, there's no way they can work with you on that business if, if there's no way you reach out, you'll be able to reach out to them. you know, talking about education, you know, certification, these are all things that can be applied to any business, all right, uh, networking and investment opportunities, all right, uh, discounts and who calls private sections, you know, ro- um, rewards, loyalty rewards, participation rewards, all of these things, creating events around or stories around that particular scent, right, or coming up with different scent models and drafting a story behind it, calling it different names. I don't know if you make your own sense. Or if you buy them, right? Or even reaching out to the companies themselves manufacturing these products and telling them that you want to build um, a particular story oriented enterprise around their products, right? There's a way you can work on all of these things. These are approaches that work. You may not necessarily need to reinvent the product or reinvent the wheel, so to say, but you'd be able to work with. The producers themselves. I think this is something that we would have to consider sometime in the community. You know, talking about reaching out to you know uh, existing brands, existing businesses, offering to help them, uh, you know, create a a, a Web three variation of their business that is franchised with them, where uh, you know there's a share of revenue to them. It might simply look like an affiliate model, but the point is you have now had access. You've got access to products right, where you can make imputes, where you can walk around things. And this is where the whole thing really, really gets interesting. This is where you see that you are now becoming, I wouldn't want to say a founder, but you are now becoming, forcing physical businesses to level up, to start encouraging participation from their audiences, from their customers, to now stop looking at customers simply as, you know, and buyers or you know clients and more like collaborators people that can have a say because at the end of the day whatever product you are making you are making it for somebody and that person is in always in the best position to tell you exactly how they want the product now people might decide to make do just use what is there because it's there but once they feel like they have the option or the opportunity to make an input to make suggestions recommendations or to ha- ask for personalized Um. um, um, services within that same product base. You see that so many people jump on the opportunity, especially if it's not going to cost them more. And this is something that works. You may say, okay, what was the incentive for the business to to do all of this, you know, share revenue with their customers and stuff, if it's not going to cost the customer more, which means probably allowing you to mark up back to the original profit. But (laughs) the truth is, well, Web3 communities, you see what's like, I'll use Camp Gaia as an instance, all right? You see that you could simply ask that, okay, what's the reason why someone that is highly talented, highly skilled, they can become a freelancer make money and be on their own. They don't necessarily need to come and offer, say, free services to a community or start teaching people for free or, you know, letting people level up as well, right? Without, you know, being paid for it. So what is the advantage of someone that is talented to join a Web3 community. There's really no, because if it's really about, all about money, they might be able to make the money. I might be able to make some money on my own without needing to build a community or whatsoever. But think about all of the people. Community experience is an advantage in itself, right? You get a whole lot of passionate... Now, when marketing is organic, Anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to, we, we are really getting, getting out of the conversation, but um, uh, the next, the next point here, it frames for selling web three services, you know, on code outreach campaigns. Uh, uh, let me pick, let me pick um, one of them. Get out of the war for attention, right? Then turning your customers into brand ambassadors, practically every customer turning practically every customer into a brand ambassador. I know that I would be proud to tell people that I have a plug that does custom scent for me, that is unique only for myself. And maybe I have an NFT to, um, to represent for that ownership. And I may decide to sell that particular ownership to somebody else. And that person would now be entitled to get my scent. I use that scent long and long enough, even after I die, people that know me with that scent, whenever they perceive that scent, it feels like, see, there are so many things that can, that can potentially come out of this. You build a brand around, around custom scenting. It's, it's something that once it grabs hold, because it's not, it's not something that is common now, especially if it's subscription model based, right? People want that especially if it's not going to cost them significantly more. They are willing to get in on a subscription for that because now they're not just paying for the product, but they are paying for the experience. They are paying for the originality. They are paying for the uniqueness, right? They are paying for the ownership. They are paying for the shared revenue. They know that they can sell that scent. Now imagine somebody like, pick any celebrity that you know. Let's say people that were before they were celebrities, they had a scent. That signature scent can be sold to their own audience, fashionized um, and fashionized such um, NFTs because NFTs will not be the indicator of the ownership of those scents. They can fashionize it and actually start sell, selling their aura, their, you know, their own personalized scent to their own customers and to their own audiences or whatsoever. At the end of the day, you may be the only one that has the actual recipe. <laughs> to, to that scent. So think about the brand value of the individual scent, the individual product. Think about how you can actually reach to establish entities, establish, um, um celebrities, personalities, proposing this to them, letting them come up with their own scent. Think about the psychology that you can put in behind each of the story of the scent. What is this scent supposed to make you feel? right? You tell somebody that long enough and automatically that sense starts making them feel that way. There are so many interesting things, but if you are not already adept in... I I have an, a PGD in, in business and development and operations. So maybe that, that's helping. But if you do not have... Sometimes ideas are just, are just what it is. This thing that I mentioned, not talking about sensing and all of that stuff. You see that it's unless you are truly passionate about that business, because this is something that you can really, really scale, that can become huge, that can become a global franchise. It is something that can grow so big. Yeah. So if your idea or your working principle for your perfume business right now, is just a way to make ends meet with, you are not really passionate about it. You are not willing to explore, you know. The, the digital, so to say, aspect of how you can actually integrate this into the internet culture, it might be difficult for you to now think about how to integrate the community around it, because people rally around ideas. People rally around ideologies. They don't rally around products. The reason why somebody would rush, but there's no product that is truly unique. So the reason people will, you know, Pick your product, you know, over a competitor, you would have extra advantages if there is some extra thing, you know, aside of the product that is attractive to these people. All right. So, uh, this is your questions don't carry us. They go where we not know, and I have not, I have not um, even talked about um, some of the other things. here. Yeah, but let's let's um, um give the mic back to the floor. If anybody wants to speak, let's um, hear them out first. If you have any extra questions the person that asked this one you see how your question it has it has eventually pushed us towards towards something else this is how you get to see that when you have an actual business a physical brand right trying to scale it or trying to evolve it or migrate it to web3 it's not the way you think most people will think that there's some magical thing that they need to do or some It's mostly about the ideas and the approaches that you use that leans on the core tenets of what Web3 means. Where I talked about community, building a community around that product, building an idea, building a story. That is where you have created an actual brand. People will be um, ready to identify with a brand that is cohesive, that has meaning, that has emotion and passion ties to it this is the first thing you need to do so once you've gotten your brand that is it branding cannot be under underestimated it cannot be undermined right on Gaiad, we have um um a sub community but it's highly highly restricted right called the ideas bank even just today i shared two two ideas there and all of these ideas i'm making sure they are web3 compatible and progressive and you see that I, I, I would have started with this, right? I would have started with this comment. But the truth is this. There are so many businesses. There are so many. When we look at web, when we are talking about web, there are so many new kinds of businesses that will pop up that does not exist at all in any form right now. You see, before the internet came, things like email marketing, uh, so many of all these things that we do social media influencing They were not a thing 15, 20 years ago. It was barely inconceivable. You can't possibly think about it. It's not something that feels like anybody should think. Because it does not just exist. The technology, social media technology, and all of those were not there. With the rise of social media, so many new competencies and skills popped up. You should be thinking about Web3 in that same context. So if you think that you just want to mash up whatever you already have and just automatically magically transform it into something that is now Web3 compatible, it may not work exactly that way, right? You may lean on. So this goes to show how well do you understand your business? What is really the driving force behind your business? How much work, how much thought did you put behind your business? Because all of these things will come into play in your ability to truly, because now Web3 is supposed to be evolving or migrating to Web3. supposed to be a scaling um, opportunity. It's supposed to be, when you say scale, You scale a business when you are able to grow the amount of reach, the amount of um, um, visibility, sales and all of that stuff, monetization, that that brand, that business is capable of without um, increasing your overhead in in similar fashion or in commensurate fashion. So what that means is, if it takes you 10,000 Naira to run your business, and with that amount of you know, capital or income or whatever, you're able to generate 100,000. So it costs you about 10,000 Naira to run your business till you're able to generate 100,000 Naira of I profit. Mean, if then that is that is almost unrealistic, but that would be a wonderful business, really. So scaling it means, would you be able to, you now being able to generate a profit of a million Naira right without marking up the overhead times 10 as well so if your overhead is below hundred thousand and you are you've now been able to start consistently generating um, profit or you know revenue of a million that means you've scaled so scaling when you are migrate when you migrate your business to web3 it's supposed to be an automatic scaling opportunity for you. So do not look at the effort. Do not look at all of the work that it would take. Think about what it truly means. Because for some of you that even have businesses online, maybe you just have a Facebook page, or whatsoever, you you just did it for doing sake. It's not simply a matter of having the page that makes it a brand. It's not simply a matter of, you know, occasionally remembering to go and post one or two things that is almost unrelated to what your product is, or just constantly marketing yourself, and just promoting the product itself without really putting any kind of stories or, um, um, you know, something that we, people would rally around. No, no cohesive content that is relevant for people that will be interested in that particular product. If you're not doing all of these things, your product is not really, your business is not really on Web2, right? You see, so this is probably the step. That is why I feel that so many of all of these things we're talking about, especially with the level of most of our community members it might not be something that is truly actionable for them right we need i feel we need to learn first of all how to properly brand ourselves it is really really important it goes a whole long way in actually determining how successful how quickly you'll be successful i think that is the way to put it how quickly will you be successful Branding goes a whole lot in in bringing the time frame associated with that down, all right? So I think um, for those of you that have businesses, like Triple Weber, I can see her here. She's the original person that that led us to, to even set scheduling up this particular title, right? Because I'm sure a couple of you, because of some physical engagement or activities, maybe businesses, you know, aside from school and stuff, you you feel that those ones are also a distraction, during some of your time, and you really can't focus more or much on 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 web three or building a brand or something. Because yeah, I mean you have so much going on already. If you have businesses, if you have physical businesses, regardless of what the product is about, understand this: moving your business to web three means building a community around it. Then giving democratic power of that product to your community members, to the community members, then allowing, so by giving democratic power, that means your community members, aka your buyers, your customers, will not have a say on how that business is run. You see that sometimes this may not be something that we, we really want to do. Right? When we think about what it really means, you see that we have become so accustomed with, um, should I say selfishness? Anyway, let me leave the floor open so that we can get, get some more wisdom. Our time is really, really exhausted, but I'm sure that we, we truly covered what this takes. And don't forget, the newsletter will be a one month run. Oh, of course, the newsletter goes on after that, but the first one month of the newsletter, which I'm, I'm launching tomorrow, all right, will, will encompass exploring businesses and actually um bringing these businesses to web 3. so we will look at so many examples so people that are within the community especially if you're in the pre-foundation group you have the opportunity to truly talk about your businesses if you have something we can factor them in as case studies and explore how you know a typical maybe we'll come up with a couple of examples of how a typical nigerian business as we know it both physical ones we explore that digital ones the ones that you know that's online the ones that it's totally unbranded. We'll not explore because now it's going to be an experiment, experimental exercise for me. So we'll not explore specifically how how one would do, and we'll not just exploit in content. We want to actually practicalize. We want to try it and see if it works, right? Then maybe we'll assign some of all of these brands and stuff to members of the communities that might be capable to to manage them. For those of you that have the businesses, or it's your family business or something, then. You may you may attempt to to experiment and see if it's something that you can yeah you can fix it within your business. I mean, I would love to see how triple webber would convince um her dad that the customers should share part of the the profits. I mean that would be a very, very interesting conversation. So let the floor is open for, for anybody that wants to say anything now.
2: Yeah, hi hey guys. And I hope you can hear me right I'm clear.
1: Yes, 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 you can go on. Thank you.
2: Okay. So, <clears throat> thank you, Pro, for addressing the issue. I remember last year when I said something about thankfulness to put together an armor for it. So I joined a bit late, but <clears throat> I did some research. I did some research on how to, like, a web two business into web three, and some of the things. Though no, I cannot really, I don't know whether that is. I have the like a doctor, kill yourself, this thing. But I can actually recommend some things. But I don't know how I'm supposed to do it. Like because the roofing, we don't is not we don't produce the materials. We buy the material, then corrugate it and install. So you just like. It's not originally ours and and then for my tech tools it's still a retail like i get from a um, a bigger the major wholesalers and then i'm like a retailer for it so i don't know how i'm supposed to retail these stuffs then for the research i did um for on how to scale the web 2 to web 3 i think like using special nfts like for customer loyalties because <clears throat> if you are selling something like luxury goods you know like um let's say the producers that that should actually put this stuff like for luxury goods like this um hairs i i did some hairs before and there are a lot of fix everywhere it's hard to for people that don't know like that, are not trending hair, they can easily sell fix to you. Some, like maybe the Chinese that produce it, they can actually encode the original ones into the blockchain so that no matter anywhere you buy it, like whether it's from Nigerians or anything, maybe the world sellers will buy from them. And then you, that is the direct consumer, you can verify whether it's original bone straight or original hair, depending what you want to buy, then I think that will have, help to reduce the rates of fakes that is in the market. Because I've seen a lot of for selling fake hair, like a lot of fake hair, the Pakistan say is, um bone straight, why the, the hair is not even worth up to 20K, the Pakistan tell you it that it's bone straight, the people are, are complaining. And then for the discounts, um, like say you, you buy, you buy heads. you're consistent with buying heads from a particular vendor, You buy like the first one, you get something like maybe um, an NFT, let me call it an NFT, NFT can be a code or um, a picture or whatever you want to use and you present it, or even an alphabet can be an NFT, so but it has to be unique to you, so you get it, then the more you buy the more like the more your this thing compile up like that that way that way we are we are claiming um coin so the more you buy the more this thing that you get so maybe when it compounds you can get discounts or you can use and get exclusive exclusive access to some particular services something like that hope i'm making sense and then for the personalized tent, when you are talking i just imagine someone like ronaldo christian ronaldo like you know the guy is very very big like the cr7 brand is very very big so imagine now like a a big okay let me use the person that is selling perfume. i think it's scribblings right They us say that she grows and then and someone that is big or a, let me use our local our local celebrities like the Widow, Whiskey um, Dayo, say that she produces a perfume that he's using, and then the perfume is exclusively like his own, Now people will naturally want to smell like him, because the Whiskey the, um, FC, Whiskey FC, that's what they're called. They would like to have what he has. So if he's told like, this is your particular scent, if we are, if you give, if you give the permission that maybe we should produce like hundred pieces, it will be a limited offer, hundred pieces of it, and then we can sell it at this amount, and you get your commission or your part of the money. I think it's something that is scalable. We will start small, and you know.
1: Okay, well, um, <clears throat> thank you very much. That was um, an interesting, interesting point. All right, but I would like to highlight something again. We don't have time. We're already <laughs> we're already late. All right, and this is often the problem. Yeah, I was thinking we'll rush on and even finish before this will start coming in. But now look at it. So, but the thing is this don't misunderstand loyalty. Yes, you can do all of that, you can uh, reward customers for that's something you can do right now. anybody can do it, it does not make your Business to be on Web3. That's not. See, but <laughs> Let me let me put it this way. There are some criterias that your business should have already embodied before it is eligible to be scaled in on Web3. Simply creating an NFT collection does not. See, it should be integrated into the business. That is where the value comes from. All right. It should be integrated and don't forget and i mentioned this earlier not all businesses are um migratable to for 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 web3 that's just it you may decide to create the maybe the marketing department or something maybe try and use blockchain products to grow your business to bring visibility to your business that does not make it a business that is built on web (sighs) 3. Excuse me. Web 3 is an ideology on the way we use the internet, on the way we interact with the internet in terms of ownership, in terms of data, you you know, personal data and all of that, right? This is community in terms of how Customers are able to relate with each other. Give me a moment, please. I should have carried water. I'm sorry about that. Right? The thing is this. Do your customers know each other? Now, they don't necessarily need to know each other physically, but do their decisions interact with each other to come to a conclusion? Right? I don't need to know you to be able to make an input on a product that I love and use right for the way that that particular product concerns me or you know info. so these things are understand that you may need to put in some thoughts most of the things that you'll be doing in the process of trying to migrate your business from web to web3 they will be novel there are no it is we that will be making all of these experiments and documenting them we're actually the first line of content practical actual actionable content today if you go and try and see how to make money online is you, you start seeing so many blogs popping up um, you blogging freelancing you know um and, and all of that right youtube blah 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 right these are ways that you can make money on from the internet now think about let's say in 2001 2002 when the internet was just coming up If you simply go on Google, I don't know, Google should be existing then. If you go and ask how to make money on the internet, you might see, in fact, you will certainly see less content, maybe vague things. You see everybody with their own irrelevant opinion. You might not even see much. That is where we are now for Web3. So for one thing, quit trying to leverage on existing knowledge to define businesses that will be built on. 3 what's the most important thing to notice what are the qualities that businesses that are on web 3 what qualities should they have and that's what i've told you guys already so your ability to come up with business concepts that satisfies these qualities you will be able to see serious value add you'll be able to that's where you will now understand and appreciate. Mind you, they're very limited businesses. Most popular brands that have, in one way, tried to embed, you know, blockchain product. You won't really call them fully decentralized. The truth is, there are very, very few truly decentralized brands right now. I honestly, from the top of my head, hat, I cannot mention anyone, especially for pre-existing businesses that have successfully migrated into Web3. It's it's really really rare because. That idea of ownership, it's a very difficult idea for so many businesses, especially profitable businesses, to let go of. And the ownership is both in governance and revenue. So you see that it might actually be easier to build new businesses that will now come. It will come to a point, all right? The competition will be between businesses that are decentralized and competitors that are not. So think of every big existing brand that you are seeing today that is fully centralized. There will come a point where it's either they get decentralized or they compete with alternatives that are decentralized. And there is no way I will see two products. Now I'm seeing Google Chrome, as much as I love Google Chrome. Brave, Brave browser. Just um, yesterday or day before yesterday also, a member of this community, Made it to a thread that now got the attention of a particular, you know, product that's, that's like a browser. They call themselves Misses M-I-S-E-S, right? It's, it's really interesting. That's now my default browser on my phone. I just downloaded it, and I saw so many um, integrations and stuff. It's just a browser that is optimized for Web3. It's, it's really nice. I'm still exploring it right now. But the truth now, think about this using decentralized product, first of all you have direct input on what new features how the projects should proceed how the product should evolve right you have um, a share in the revenue profits and all of that you have control over how they use your data and all of that these are very very important things now once the alternative is a very popular and old brand that offers that service and utilizes your data whichever way they like You have no share from it, you have no say on how the particular product evolves, and there is another smaller alternative that gives you all of these specs. Trust me, you will see that there will be so this whole thing is just a matter of time. So you see that even if from the perspective of you being a business owner, you may not see like, oh, this is something that would be would be interesting, or this is something that I would want to do because man, it looks like it will take money off of my hand. It won't. It is better you make one. Naira profits from 1 million people, which is one, 1 million Naira, than to make 10 Naira profits from just uh, 10,000 people. At the end of the day, everybody that is associated with that brand as customers, they will be happy. You will get a whole lot of opportunity options to get the ideas, the collective intelligence of all you, because now don't think about you may be smart in running a business, but don't think that you have the best ideas for that business, because it is your customers themselves that knows what they want. So if you are doing exactly what your customer wants and giving them the opportunity themselves to even make something out of that process, you'd be able to attract way more people. These are all of the things that you'll be able to create a tribe. You'll be able to create. So it doesn't have to be even the, the largest customer base. What is important is whoever you have as a customer, you will rarely lose them. They will practically always be there. Issues like loyalty, it's not even going to be enforced because it's just something that will just come so naturally. These are all things that we have to be looking at. So when you are thinking about, we don't have any more time, sorry. When you are thinking about, you know, Web3 brands, Web3 businesses, understand that you will have to come up with a whole lot of the concepts yourself. Stop thinking about what is already existing and start thinking about how you can create new things. It's just like there's now a new set of rules on how to set up and run a business. So start thinking about how to build businesses that align with those rules. Simply by trying to do that. You will simply come up with very interesting models that does not exist. And that will be very, very captivating. Because don't forget, the core qualities of Web3 are qualities that are inherently attractive to customers. There is no, regardless of any other periphery or extra things that you're adding to it, The fact that I will be able to decide how a business will be run because I'm a customer to that business. The fact that I will be able to earn a share of the revenue because I'm a customer to that business. The fact that I can be sure that any information that I share with that business in the quest of trying to get personalized services will not be abused. And this is not just me having to trust the business, right? Because that's the point. You don't have to believe the business that they'll say they will keep you. Right now, Google will tell you that WhatsApp is end to end. So many social media will tell you but <laughs> that if they tell you that does not mean uh, they are not going to misuse your data so all of these things you see so we have to be thinking we have to unbound ourselves from the shackles of how current existing businesses are run the truth is web3 businesses are going to be very easy to identify it's not something the moment you are thinking whether is this web2 or web3 just know that it's not web3 because if it's web three, you are not going to ask. All right. So we'll be doing a lot of thoughts. My newsletter might help in that, in that regard. But moving on, this is something that I would need us to think. Now we've seen the relevance. We've understood what it means to have a business that is built on Web3. Now, ah oh man, there's something I really, really, really wanted to talk about. And it's truly unfortunate because we don't have so much, so much time. So but let me let me just make an attempt right it's the last idea i want to show you people an example because if we do not have a practical example of a business that can potentially be called a web3 business it might be difficult to put you know you know actual pictures to most of what we've talked about yes you've heard about what it requires to get a business set up that is a web3 business but what will it really feel like what what kind of ideas what kind of brands what kind of businesses will be native to Web3, right? That is something that we also need to talk about because migrating a Web2 business to Web3 is one thing, but building an original Web3 native business is another thing. And it's probably easier, like I mentioned. <laughs> wow. It's probably easier, like I mentioned, for us to, uh, to, to build a brand new Web3 business than to scale a Web2 business. Because to a large extent, most businesses that we're calling Web2 business, we've not even properly branded them. We don't have significant um, visibility on on social media for their handles and all of that stuff. Because if you do have all of this, then it will now be easy to build a community around it. That's the first thing, building a community around it. Because you can't say, okay, my business is now um, decentralized. Uh, my customers can have a share because don't don't forget this. It's not every single customer. Just because you came to buy one perfume, we're using that perfume as an instance now. Then you now that means you now have a right to no, no 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 no. It's a customer that is part of the community. That is decided that it's, it's really going to be a decision because now if I want to have a say, let's say in some there are decentralized products already, blockchain products that are actually decentralized, they may not be businesses. They may not be existing where two businesses are migrated, but there are products like that, that users can, you know, vote on how stuff would work. So these are how most of all these governance tokens, that's really what it means, that's the point. So I will have to go through the process of actually buying the governance token to actually participate in the vote for some of you, you may be holding tokens you know atom and, and Secrets, juno most of all these tokens within cosmos ecosystem they're governance tokens but you just don't participate in voting so how exactly are you con- are you deciding the direction of so those are the things the customers that will be willing to go through the funnel to the point where they are they are interested enough to now make a commentary or to now make an input on you know how the business should be run to now come up with ideas on you know features or functionalities that they would love to see as part of the delivery process or the the, the you know utilities of that, of that particular business and they are willing to now share this information go through the process of actually maybe setting up a proposal having the community to vote on it and all that you see that it's taking a different kind of requirement a different kind of commitment this is something that will not be possible if there's no community If all of you listening to me now were not part of Camp Gaia and we've been chatting on WhatsApp, we've been doing stuff and all of that thing, right? You all will not be congregated here listening. You all will not be here thinking about how to subscribe to the newsletter the moment I post the link and all of that. It's because we've built a small community. That's why we can have this conversation. That's why you can now go through the process of actually doing things. So that's the first step of building a community. It's really important. And that is where you now start deciphering if a business is suitable for um, Web3 or not. It's not every single business that you now have that you can you, you migrate to Web2. If you are doing Mama Put or so, it might be nice. You may decide to say, okay, you want to have a website or blah, 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 and blah. The truth is, will you be able to weigh food from, from, from Lagos to Abuja? Right? It's still going to be to a large extent within the people in your environment. So your best marketing strategy might not be to migrate to, to the internet or something. It would probably be you know, reaching out to people, your customers around, people that patronize you, to talk to people that they know that are still within the same vicinity. So you understand that it has to do with your business. The business matters. So, but for a business like um, Triple Weber talked about her tech tools, is that right? Tech Tools. I don't have so much details about that, right? But I think I checked the Instagram and I saw bags. Is that right? Bags. I saw swivel chairs and a couple of other things, right? So I don't know. First of all, I don't know how that is correlated with the name Tech Tools. I think this is part of the whole branding experience that we're talking about, right? I talked about, you know, subscription-based um, models for community integration right i also talked about um from the 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 content i dropped on the comment um, on the comment section here i talked about getting out of the war for attention and um, turning your customers into brand ambassadors getting much more product for your f- um, um, product feedback all of these things but it's going to begin from that coherence if your brand is not coherent now i'm hearing tech tools what extra things before you talk about your products what else am i communing with other people that is patronizing that business for are you putting up some kind of content that is relevant you know the kind of content that people that should be interested in your product should also be interested in that kind of content these are things that needs to already be in place otherwise if you cannot build a community around your product or your business, if it's not a business that you can build a community around, then it's not a business that you can take in onto web3. So, for the Amen, ah, we we are already 20 minutes late. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it right to sum this whole thing up I'm, I'm really really sorry we should have this conversation some other time i really love this particular one because especially because it's something that i want to actively start working on from tomorrow so it's, it's obviously something that i'm very passionate about but one thing i want us to know is this pay attention to those qualities that a web3 business should have pay attention to it first that's what you really need to focus on now once you're able to get it right you will see that you you are coming up with original ideas, like original businesses that probably does not exist now. Or maybe they just exist in some kind of leisure way. But because of this whole advent of Web3, all right, you can now explore the application in a very, very unique and you know monetize, monetizable way. I was thinking of something i posted on my status the other day i was thinking of debt how debt can be monetized on web 3. <laughs> that's something that we are going to explore on the newsletter i have some really really interesting points that i think we we, we, we could try it out but something that i got today that i really want to talk about right some things that are really 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 simple like choices every day we are faced with the option to make decisions to make choices Right? All of us here, we have secrets. There are secrets that we have. These are all key things about almost every individual. Yet, we don't see people thinking about how to monetize them. How can you monetize that? How can you monetize decision-making choices? How can you monetize personal secrets and stuff like that? Right? Do not forget Facebook, the huge and popular brand today, it started out as what? A simple website that compares pictures, two pictures, so, of women. So you just see two pictures, you have to choose who you feel is more attractive. You just pick this and that's it. The next slide comes on, two different people again, you pick it, the next slide comes. So with that, they were now creating kind of, if you think about it now, it's probably like creating an algorithm for what people consider as attractiveness, it's so crazy. That's how Facebook started right so there is almost nothing so the moment you are thinking about oh i'm selling perfume no offense share with that dissected the perfume stuff and you see that okay there could be a way that you can bring this on web 3. but you see that it's greatly moved from what you are thinking it was like a f- great journey it was a very fast movement from how it's currently being run from how it's existing right now to what it can be if it's on web 3. So if you are not going to be comfortable with a significant change in the approach and the expression of your business, you may not be thinking to, to migrate because Web3 is going to change practically everything. Not the product, but the expression of the product. Now, you could now start exploring um, the concept of perfumes in the metaverse, the concept of odor in the metaverse. I don't know how that is going to work, but the more you go deeper into all of these things, start thinking about the digital implication of your perfume business and all of that, how your customers, how your users are interacting with it, you could create special digital signatures for those physical perfumes themselves. Now, these digital signatures can be attached to your avatar. So from your avatar, people can see that there is a particular order attached to that avatar and even if they don't get it in real life now they may decide to order it order for it to see how it really smells so somebody that you maybe are so close with so friendly with on the metaverse you people don't know maybe that or some the other end of the world right and you just want them to be able to experience who you are to get a feel of who you are mind you your relationship is completely virtual right but Because you have a a unique or a personalized order in real life that now has a a digital signature attached to your avatar in the metaverse, you can simply send the the equivalent perfume to that person. And by smelling it, they have truly smelt how you smell like in real life. And it's real. You see, that's a wonderful application of that. That's so crazy. I think that's lovely, right? (laughs) I think that's so interesting. So talking about choices. You know, simple things like, would you rather do this or do that? Would you rather choose this or choose that? Would you like rather go here or go there? Things like that, simple things like that. It's something that is so fun, so catchy, people will easily want to participate in it. Just You just see something, something like a short quiz. Very simple, simple things. Would you rather own a Toyota or a Lexus, right? Okay, they're, they're almost, almost the same thing. Let's say a, a Toyota or a, what's the other one? Let's think of something, Honda. Right? Uh, Or would you rather pick the ocean or the desert? Just ridiculous things like that, that has no meaning, that probably has no basis. The point is, you can build a community around it. People can very readily rally around crazy, ridiculous things like that, right? Let's not call it ridiculous. It's interesting because you'll be getting a whole lot of information about preferences and choices statistics data that will be useful that can be useful, creating um um, um decentralized credentials of pre- people's preferences and choices without attaching it to their real life identities so you'll be able to extract information extract data from an, an audience pool you know while maintaining i'm um, 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 being anonymous so you see that there are simple implications no um, b- rather big implications to very very simple exercises this is something that you can build a brand around simply start create a twitter handle and start coming up with things like that start posting them at random you see that such a twitter handle will grow really really fast really 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 fast a simple handle that does not complicate things or just just simple tweet and maybe like a vote you can do that on twitter set it up like a poll so just simple would you rather do this or this do this or this do this or this and that's just it you post like one per hour every day for six months you <laughs> think about what what will happen to that Twitter. account. so you see that often it's not for lack of ideas we have shared a very wonderful idea right now right now you may say okay after doing all of that how is this something that can be monetized and something right think about a game can be generated from that. A, it can be a play-to-end game or something. Yeah. Simple stuff. Something that will start on Twitter as a pro. Very soon you create a simple um, um application for it, build some kind of you know governance around that kind of you know community and and stuff. Before you know you are zooming ahead, that account can become an influencer account, it can become an engagement account. Businesses, brands can connect with you to nas- get information about what people think about them for example um, since we are talking with africans let's say mtn you can engage mtn to see what would you rather choose mtn or etel right exercises like that sponsored by those brands that you are you are you know comparing things like that these are ways you can monetize right talk about getting start metrics you launch nft collections with with all of this at the background you see that we have practically formed a very wonderful brand right now in concept this is something that can work this is something that can be monetized this is something that can build a massive community around it's fun it's simple it's it has a whole lot of implications and more importantly it can be truly decentralized there is no need for this thing to be a centralized um, 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 concept right so you see that is just one this is one of the ideas in our guide ideas bank so we have a bunch of them i think we have about a dozen right now very wonderful ideas like this that can be implemented by any member of the community as a matter of fact we'll support our community members to explore them if they want to so this is where i want you guys to start opening your head to ideas where you don't say because you want to explore web3 every single thing i want to be a marketer and to be a content writer you are not thinking of a creative innovative idea this thing that i discussed now i don't know what to categorize it as the moment your idea your business if you think you are being progressive and your business can be categorized with something that is already existing and prevalent and common understand this you are not being you are not being a pioneer you are simply just leveraging on the new hype and technologies and no no visibility around web 3 and just saying you are in the web 3 space but you are just doing web 2 things that is the reality that most of us find ourselves. But the moment you start doing things, exploring ideas that may seem ridiculous, it doesn't matter. It's because this industry is new. So many things that are mainstream now, they were very ridiculous when they come up. You could not imagine how they would be monetized when they started. They were just some ridiculous thing that just feel like a fun exercise or a pastime for somebody. But because of the attention because of the community that quickly rallied around that idea. It quickly became something that was totally monetizable. That is what we need to start thinking about right now, right? Secrets, I talk about monetizing secrets, (laughs) right? Because this is something we are building on secret network. Maybe I will share this idea with our community members on WhatsApp, maybe today or tomorrow uh let's anybody that will be interested in that particular one because i think that's something that we can begin right now i think we sponsor that particular idea they have a committee a a few committee members work on it and and launch it so this this is this is going to bring us to the end of uh, a we're already 31 minutes late (laughs) i'm really sorry about that guys i'm really sorry about that but uh let's see let's see when the the newsletter comes up um I'm sure we'll have uh, a more fun with this kind of conversations going forward. So I will leave the floor open for two minutes, two minutes to get in comments or you know, anything really. Then I'll just end this piece without saying anything. So this is the last you are hearing of unless it's a question that comes on. Otherwise, let's just get the committee members here. Say anything if you want to raise your hand. Okay, let's say five minutes for five, till 9.35, right? so anybody that wants to say anything can step up say whatever they want to say react to what i shared and some of the stuff i talked about then if you have any questions you can ask but maybe we'll address it later on the community and um, grassroots community chain right but for now the floor is open thanks guys and it's really a pleasure to get started again this year we're going to do something really really magical for the community Within. and don't forget our, our giveaway our 1 million naira giveaway is pending. uh for so many of you here you would have received our um originators pass already on your wallets i've already distributed it so if you have not checked or if you've not seen it or whatsoever please let's have that conversation on the community help group because i've already distributed to everybody that was eligible so if you missed it or whatsoever please and um, tell me then we can confirm it because that's an um, nft is now going to make you is that's the eligibility pass to get so many of our other drops that is already in development so please take note of that is really really important so thank you guys it's a pleasure to to be back uh we move right so anybody can step up if nobody wants to say anything to say and
4: seriously um the few minutes will not be enough for me. So I uh, will just uh, we just beg uh, our community leader that we should, we should have this uh, meeting again once more, sometime, so that I'll be able to share my ideas and talk about a whole lot of things in my head about uh, moving our business from web 2 to web 3. Seriously, I have some, some insights and things, uh, things to share with the community uh, through this uh, AMA. And it will also help other members who already have business or who are planning to move to create a business to give them some business ideas on how to, how to work or how to create their business on web three how to gather the community how to move their payment structure from web two to web three you know web web, when we talk about web two business it includes business is about payment and giving um uh offer giving service so whatever it is it's, it's still the same way in web 3 It will be a form of payment for the service that you offer. And that's where this payment structure comes in. Um, token creation, um, uh, staking of, your, of the token for to, to, be, to be able to have a say in the business, like you are, you are buying a share. So there are a lot of things that I really want to, to, to share more about all this in in relationship to web theory and, a, and I'm, I'm going to give a practical real life scenario and example so that we can actually um understand what uh, really really uh, I want to explain about it this time this period the time given to me is really really small so
0: thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was episode four of the amas with lprof.eth from camp Gaid, how to migrate your web 2 business to web 3 recorded on saturday january 14th 2023 for Terraspaces.org, i'm finn thanks for listening if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions, ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing, all aggressive, insane from all directions, smoke blows in when I start a session. Plink canvas, blaze up the handlers, rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Mind you, hush, put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain got the taxes included Acting like a writer never felt secluded in line up. down all humble feels like we're drowning in a little puddle rebuttal i should be taking off in the shuttle getting high in space with the hubble